And I'm starting to go through that experience of, of, of what people often talk about when they say that COVID has you know split families right down the middle. Right. I'm living that right now. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, you're, it's, it's the Unframe of Mind show. I'm, I mean, you've heard the intro many, many times. We're yep. going to have uncomfortable conversations. We're going to do it without a condom. We don't like or them. Or vaccination shots. We're, or vaccination <laughs> shots. No protection. We're just going in here, balls to the wall, no shields, condoms, no protection, nothing. I'm your host, Daniel Wagner. Hey, Anthony Trawick. And Anthony had a little something that was weighing heavy on his heart today. So yeah. he came to the studio. He actually took like a 45-minute trip out to my house just for this conversation. <laughs> we had literally no other reason to be here. I'm just kidding. So smash the like button, share it with your friends, tell people about our show. Anthony. Yeah. What's on your mind, buddy? So this is going to be kind of a serious conversation, which is something that, you know, we tend to have on this show from time to time. Oh, yeah. I'm, and I'm I think as everybody can... is aware, you know, vaccinated, unvaccinated, there seems to be a rift between the two, I guess you would call it, a, you know, cultural divide. Yes. I don't know. So on a serious note, um, so recently I've got a family member of mine who is currently fighting for his life because... Of COVID. Now, I am not going to disclose any family members' names. Not going to disclose whether he was vaccinated or not. Excellent. I don't think that's important. Right. But what is important is the behind the scenes. When you have death knocking on your front door in your family, you often hear people comment, you know, on social media. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't know what it's like until you've had somebody pass away from COVID. You know, I'm starting to understand that message that you often hear from people. Mm -hmm. But I don't agree with it. And I'll tell you why. It's because every individual has that right, has that God-given right to do what they want with their body. Okay? Yep. I am a firm believer that if you decide to get the vaccination, that is awesome. Do what you want to do. I've never been anti-vaccine at all in my entire life. Right. Same here. I've... Yep. I also support people who decide not to get the vaccination. That is your that's your right. Mm -hmm. You you can do that. That's okay. Yeah, you're not going to go lambast people. Oh, you got the you idiot. No. You got the vaccine. Uh, you know, you're not going to sit there and try to pass legislation to, you know, shut them out of society or anything like that. Right. You know, you just so all about independence and freedom and you know. You hear the argument yeah. that all, you hear it all the time. You hear people talk about how if you don't get vaccinated, you don't care about your kids. You don't care about your neighbors. You don't yeah. care about your family. Yeah, you don't love grandma. You don't love grandma, this, that, and the other. Right. Okay. So let, let's kind of reevaluate this because something that I've learned through my personal experience that I'm currently going through right now with my own family, this is going to be a bit of a shot to the stomach for my family who does see this or my friends because it applies to friends as well. When I had COVID back in the later part of December, just before Christmas, mm -hmm. those individuals that are now coming to me pleading with me to get vaccinated because I have a family member that's knocking on death's door at the moment. Where were you when I had COVID? Where were you when I had double pneumonia? But because I listened to my body, I caught it early on and I'm not in a situation that my cousin's currently in. Yeah. You didn't call. You didn't pick up the phone and say, hey, how you doing? But now all of a sudden, because death is knocking on our door, you feel like it's an obligation because you have now realized how serious this is, whether he was vaccinated or not, for you to reach out to me. And the only reasons why you're reaching out to me is because I'm not vaccinated. 
So you're you're talking about almost like this social brownie points kind of thing, this virtue signaling. Like I need to just make sure my my conscience is clear. I tried to talk. I tried to talk him into getting the vaccine, but he wouldn't listen. You know that kind of is that kind of the the attitude you're getting. Yeah, that's this is the attitude that I'm getting, and this is the one of the reasons why I have a problem with this whole division amongst our culture, but also just within our own personal group of friends and family. Right. You know, I I understand we all live our lives. We all have things that we must do and and places we must go. But here's the thing, though, is that certain people, whether it's friends or family, don't care enough to pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. Not once. Now, this is not talking in general of, of every single family member and every single person that I'm friends with. There's just this section of group of people that do exist within my personal life that don't feel like the need to pick up the phone when it only takes all of five minutes at best to say, hey, how you doing? Yeah, it's not like you're unreachable. It's not like you're not so, able to be contacted. <laughs> what, what I'm getting is, is that I have to be in the same situation that my cousin is currently in right now fighting for his life in order to get some kind of reaction from my family. Yeah. I never hear from them. They never pick up the phone to call me. They don't text me. You know who does all that? I do. You know who makes all the trips to go see family and friends? I do. Yeah, that's what, the point, man. Like why why this, this why is, continue put the energy into it if you're not going to be if you're not going to get it you know, in return, you know, this, this to me has gone beyond the political spectrum of the, of why people are so divided. This is now turned personal for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to go through that experience of, of, of what people often talk about when they say that, you know, the unvaccinated and vaccinated and COVID has, you know, split families right down the middle. I'm living that right now. So like, how was that? How was that manifesting exactly? Like, What's that, what's that looking like from your perspective? It, for me, it's opening my eyes to the fact that I kind of, I'm starting to question everything when it comes to my family, when it comes to my friends. Yeah. Are, are people just not wanting to be around me? Have, have they ever wanted to be around me? Because I don't ever hear from you. You don't ever call. You don't ever text. And then I get the excuse, well, you know, I'm busy and I'm, I am too. Yeah, who the fuck ain't? We're all busy. Yeah. But I've always made it a point to go down, like I, I have serious, and I've never wanted to use this against anybody, but I feel like now is a good time to bring this up. I have always made the effort to reach out to them, to friends and family, and to go see them on a consistent basis because I feel that's important to me, that you must take time out of your life to enjoy loved ones because of situations like this. When I've yeah, gone out yeah. to visit my family, and in the state that they live in, where my cousin is currently from, I have made it a point over the last 10 years to visit them every other year. Mm-hmm. I have not missed a trip in the last 10 years. I've been out there five times. And what would happen if you did? Well, I guess I'm just not, I'm not that kind of person. Like, I mean, I don't, I, I still make that effort because I feel that a, a sense of family, a, a communal sense of, of being together is, is a strong bond that we all create over time. Mm-hmm. And as long as we have that, when we go through situations like this, it makes us better for it. But we all go through the hardships and the struggles together. We cry together. We hug together. We, you know, we laugh together. But when you don't have that relationship 
you don't know how to laugh. You don't know how to cry together. You don't know how to process things because it doesn't affect you the way that it does when you become close. Now, this is also one of the reasons why I distance myself from a lot of people is because I feel as if I put all the energy in, but nothing is reciprocated in return. Yeah, just like I I constantly keep doing this. Yeah. But then I get messages and I get phone calls from family that have the audacity to tell me that I don't care about my daughter when I don't care about my other family, when I don't care about my other friends because I choose not to get vaccinated. It's like throughout my life, you have never checked on me to see how I've been doing, regardless of shit that I've gone through. Now, all of a sudden, you feel that it's important because you, you, you're you kind of you're, you're taking a, a hard look at your life in reality because of what's currently going on. Mm-hmm. And you're ha- you're having a sombering moment to say, oh, shit, I, I, I need to start having a relationship with my family because I'm getting older now and this could happen to me. And this at that point, what's the, yeah. I, yeah, it, it, re- it reminds me of a lot of the conversations we have where we're talking about people need to, you know, in case the shit get, hits the fan, you need to be prepared, like just some basic preparedness. There's, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm making a point here, um, yeah. but basically the, the basic preparedness, the, the stocking up on your household goods, connecting with the people around you, making sure you know your neighbors, making sure you, you know, taking that time and energy to do this. So that way when shit hits the fan, you you kind of know what to do, how to handle it, who to talk to, who's going to be on your side, who's going to love you, who, who actually has been there. Yeah. Same thing with your family. It's like the, you know, you're, which what I'm hearing is they're waiting until like the shit has already hit the fan before going. Oh shit! I probably should have built a relationship with this guy years ago. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to do it now. <laughs> like, you know what dude, sad, it's probably too late by now. You know what the sad part is? If I haven't made the effort to reach out to friends, to plan things, get-togethers, to travel to see family, mm-hmm. none of these relationships would exist to this day. That's the sad part. Yeah, I so that, that, it, no, it's just it's it's sad to well, even think that way. But now, it's the now, reality. Now, hear me, hear, hear me out. Um, while you are justifiably right. upset with the way they have behaved, or rather haven't behaved, um, what you do have control over is your ability to connect with it, or your your role in this. Right. Basically, I think you know where I'm going to go with this. I know. Like, I know you will. If, if you're going to spend expend all this energy into mm-hmm. people who aren't going to return it, Right. Why keep doing that? That's long term, not a plan for success for your own mental health. Um, I think part of you realizes what the relationship with those people is actually is. Mm -hmm. And if you were to let that go, it would just make that much more real. Um, That's just my my theory on it. I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they do like seeing you, but not enough that they're willing to put extra effort and energy into making that happen. But here's the thing, though, Daniel, is that when you go through a situation like this, you start to, you, you have this thing kind of creep into your mind of, have these people ever really wanted me around? Yeah. Have they ever really wanted to spend time with me? Or do they feel like it's an obligation because I'm considered quote unquote family? Yep. And and that's what you're kind of doing too. You feel like it's their family. I'm, I'm almost obligated to see them. There's a familiar bond, you know, it's family. You're supposed to see family. That's kind of this a common societal message that we all get. And I, I get it. Yeah. But at some point, it's like, I don't I don't know how how strong does it have to be or how how much effort is worth putting into these relationships when it's just draining you like it's just you doing it all like I'm just basically it's a one sided relationship at that point. Well, and what I've what I've kind of hated throughout this whole process with my cousin is the fact that, you know, it's 
I, I have tried so hard to keep this, to keep the political and to keep the bullshit out of the, out of the frame. Yeah. This needs to be about him getting better and surviving right. this. But then it, it turns into, I've been getting this a lot here lately is, you know, the first thing they ask is, is he vaccinated? I am not going to tell you if he is or not for you to yeah, further that's... your political or your, yeah. uh, your propaganda gain from this to say, well, I know somebody that has a cousin who's going through COVID. He wasn't vaccinated. Look what's happening well, to him now. To, to Blake devil's advocate too there might be some people I, I don't know if this is the case or not just a thought that came to mind is mm -hmm. that there there might be some like i would be interested to know if he's vaccinated because you know i'm hearing a lot of stories about the vaccine working not working adverse health effects you know so it kind of helps to kind of plug those little pieces of data into your overall reality matrix right to try to as, determine like maybe you're on the fence about getting the vaccine i know it's crossed my mind mm -hmm. um like I don't know, it's like, mine. You're, you're, like you you try to absorb as much information as you can, and then make a determination. If you're seeing a bunch of family around you dropping like flies, and they're not taking, none of them are taking the vaccine, or you know the majority of them aren't. Right. That might sway you want you know to actually decide to go ahead and get it. You know, it, it, again, I don't know if that's the right. case. I don't know if that's well, why they're asking, but that's just something that crossed my mind. And part of the reasons why I. I understand where you're coming from, playing devil's advocate. But on the other side of this, mm -hmm. and this is what I often tell people. COVID affects everybody differently. Yeah. Just because my mm -hmm. cousins had it, I, I've i had it too. Yeah. My body reacted differently than the way his reacted. Yeah. He's here. obviously fighting for his life because of you know him having COVID. Now, the same thing goes with getting vaccinated. I don't know what that would have done to his body. Don't know what it would do to my body if I do get vaccinated. Yeah. It's not to say that I'm going to die from getting the vax. I'm not saying that. Um, my that's, that's a thing, conversation with your doctor, really. I mean, yeah. And, and here's the thing: is is that the government should never gotten involved yeah. when it came to this whole situation. That screwed everything up. Yes, very much. It's created so many problems with government overreach. This should have been left to the medical professionals. Yeah, just bottom line. Slammed a big ass lead foot of doubt on everything. Right. Like it's, it's that's all that happened. Like, here, here is the okay. Here's here's the thing for me, and a lot of people ask me why are there so many people who are not getting vaccinated? Yeah. Simple. People don't trust Tony Fauci and the government. When, when the or, government or the media, has, or the media, or the media is, is pushing it, when when the media and when the government and Tony Fauci have lied to the American people for decades. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't just over this. Why issue. Why do this, you want but, yeah. me to believe what they're telling? You have a you have a vaccine that was pushed. Now, it, it went through clinical trials. I understand that. But there's not enough data to support the long-term effects of what these vaccines can do to your human body. Right, right. You just don't know. And I'm, I'm learning a lot more since the couple of events I went to. It was just I'm learning a lot. To me, <laughs> it, this has never been a this has never been a political um, issue for me as far as why I'm not getting vaccinated. I have trust me, I've done my homework here. It's always been science first and foremost. It, it's it's given me the ability to understand that. There are two different types of people in our – well, there's so many different types, but the two that stand out the most is, is that you have a society that is sitting back, paying attention, listening, wondering what's going on. Then you have another society that is totally freaked the fuck out. They don't know what to do, and all of a sudden they say, hey, we got a, we got a vaccine for you. You need to take this. Boom. Everybody's getting injected. Yep. Nobody has taken the time because you, you're only getting the results off of a vaccine that's maybe got a year and a half worth of data behind it. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people they, I, I got in this discussion with uh, on the on unsafe space uh, recently where 
people they're they're not they're not rational. They're more more like justification machines. They right. will they will make a decision on something, usually out of fear, some kind of other you know force that's pushing them in, right. in one direction or another and then they'll spend the rest of their time justifying their actions they'll, they'll spend right. the rest of the time going well i got it and here's the reason why when in reality what it was is they got it and then made up reasons why <laughs> right mm. so I, I that that might i completely lost where you were at i apologize but that's just that's just what, what no, came to my mind i, I, I seriously is, is, er, oh sorry sorry i remember er, earlier on when everybody was getting it right off the bat i right. you know i would imagine 90 percent I'm just making up numbers, but 90% of the decision process was based in fear. Right. And then the more information that comes out, maybe you, maybe you have people that are like 50% out of fear and the rest of it's out of doing research. Right. You know, and, and I, I wonder how much of that's been going on and, and setting people up where they're on one side of a team now where they've, they've committed, they've got the, they've got the vaccine, they've got the shot. They've, right. uh, now they've ex post facto justified everything they've done. And now they need you to get it to, because then that makes that validates their decision to have gotten it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get it, that makes them look like maybe they were, were wrong and that people can't, people can't handle that. You, you know? know, I, I contemplate, I kind of went back and forth on wanting to do this video because of the current situation my family's going through, because obviously I don't want my aunt to see this and then get very upset by it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the other hand too, is, is she needs to understand that, you know, I love her to death. She's not my issue. Yeah. She's never been my issue. I love my aunt to death more than anything. I've spent more time with her than I have most of my family because I've spent so many, so many times going out to see them. Um, and she knows my position on this. Yeah. She's aware of it. She doesn't have to agree with it, you know, but not once has she come to me and said, please get vaccinated. Yeah, she she supports your she decision, supports my decision. Doesn't treat you differently as a result. Now, here's the thing, though, is I did not want to take what is going on with my cousin and turn this into a fiasco because I so wanted to avoid this. But it's like when people start knocking on my door and want to preach getting vaccinated and wanted to, you know, reach out to me now because of of currently where our, you know where our family's at and what we're going through. The one thing I told my aunt is that for the last 10 years, every other year, I've made an effort to go out there and see them. Mm-hmm. I have no regrets. If if the the alternative to what my cousin is going through, if he ends up passing away because of COVID, I am glad that I took the time out of my life over the last decade right. to go out there, spend time with them, see them, you know, grow that bond, that relationship. I will be forever eternally grateful for that. But... I often wondered if I didn't think that way or if I didn't have that sense of family value behind my thought process, mm-hmm. I wonder how I would react to this. Like what what would be my position on the whole situation? Would it have changed? Right. You know, like, like would you be the person just now calling out and reaching out? And, and see, I've never been that way. Yeah. I mean, I, I've cut a lot of people out of my life recently um, that don't reciprocate. I mean, I've spent years of my life, dude, just – contacting people and and you know making an effort to go see them and i i really have started to doubt a lot of the sincere wanting to spend time with me is it because you you know you don't like me or you don't want to spend time with me so you're you don't know how to tell me or you're afraid to say something i'm very honestly i don't even know if it's that i think it's uh, honestly it might be i don't even know why i'm saying honestly I, I i don't it might just be they just don't think about it like you're 
a character in their lives. But I'm starting to question whether or not I'm a good person. I don't know if it's because they don't. <laughs> you know? I, I don't think it's because they negatively like don't like you or wouldn't want you around. Um, you might you might see a little bit different reaction there. They're probably happy to see you when you are around. But what what's missing for me in this equation is their energy put toward you know proactively engaging in the relationship. But you know what's funny is people act like I don't have a life, like I don't have a family, I don't have a child. You know, and they're always coming back telling me, well, it's easier for you. Actually, no, it's not. It's <laughs> it's more difficult for me. Yeah, because of the co-parenting situation. right? Well, co-parenting, but then you also have to consider time off from work. Right. And then you also have to consider, you know, a lot of the times I'm mandatory to work. So if I'm mandatory, that, that eats into my overtime or not my overtime, but my uh, my hours work that I have to take off for vacation. Right. Plus, it's the cost of travel. Plus, it's, you know, food and lodging, whatever else. It's it's yeah, there's it's a lot. lot that goes into this. Yeah, it's a lot. And. I don't ever bring that up. I've never once in my entire life have ever made anybody feel bad for this because that's not what's important. But now I'm at a point in my life where, hold up a second, you know, it's it's I, why don't you come see me? Why don't hey why don't you come out? When am I going to see you again? When are you gonna you know when are you gonna bring Kelly out here? And I'm like, hold up, what's stopping you? Yeah, yeah, right. My life, I guarantee you, is 10 times busier than yours just because I don't tell you what's going on in my daily life on the daily. It doesn't mean, you know, a lot of people probably have this idea that I'm just sitting around twilling my thumbs. That's not the case. I'm a very busy guy. I mean, it's just, so what, what I can I, rant all day long, but it's not going to do anything. No, no. People and, aren't going to hear this. What, I, what, I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is, it's, like you said, you didn't really want to make it about politicizing COVID or anything like that because that's not even what this conversation is about. What I'm hearing is, why do we why do people wait for disasters to happen before making a move like why the fuck do we wait until like see, things, the always, shit has hit the fan yeah. chaos is going on oh my god we might actually lose something there might be something in the the calculus of this family that this this overall like network of people that's going to change and now now's the time we want to get up and start going and, and stocking up on the food and checking our flashlights batteries and when it when, when by then it's too late like the, the flood water is already in your house yeah like it's it's too late. Like, what are you doing? I, I Why just, are we waiting to the last damn minute? You know, and I've been guilty of this before. I mean, let, let's just let's actually have an honest conversation. I've I've been guilty of not reaching out to people. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I I don't I, I can't sit here and have this kind of conversation without actually holding myself accountable to some sense. But majority of the time, yeah, yeah, it's the I am the one making the effort to make the plans to make the trips. You know. And probably over the last year, I've cut way back on that with certain friends mm-hmm. and even with some family. And have it's have just, any of them even noticed? No. So there's your answer. It's that, it hurts. It's not that it hurts. It's just, it's not that it hurts. It's just, you, you just reval- you just really kind of reevaluate life. But then that energy that I once spent in those individuals have now been redirected to my daughter. Yeah, more than anybody else. Yep, and and it's never say it's not to say that I never had that you know um, the intention or um, that that focus ever directed on her. It's just she loves me. She wants to see me. She tells me she wants to see me. Right. She reaches out, Dad. I miss you. You know, and I well, can't remember plus, the last. Plus time. you kind of owe her. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember the last time I've heard, other than my dad. I cannot remember the last time I've had any family that said they miss me. I miss you, Anthony. You're not family. I miss you, buddy. <laughs> well, you're close enough. Yeah. 
literally it, like it's a few sad. feet from you. It, it's 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 truly remarkable. And you're right. It, it, it's just <laughs> it takes it takes a disaster. It takes a very unfortunate situation for people to register. And you know what's sad about this is they kind of go through this this small window of. Oh my God, I need to reach out to them. Oh my God, you know, I could lose them. But then after about a month or two and things kind of calm down, you go back to not hearing from them. Kind of like 9 11. We were all patriotic as hell for about a month and then all the flags went away. I just, I don't get it, dude. There's no consistency within our, our general behavior and character anymore. Yeah. There's none. I've, I've, and that's where I'd, I actually take pride in the fact that I am consistent with that behavior. I always make it a point to see them, to text them, and, and even if I don't get it, you know, if I call him just out of the blue, which I do a lot, and I don't get an answer, I'll text him and say, hey, just thinking about you. Yeah. I don't get that at all, dude. It's like I'm tired of it. <laughs> so I totally this, get it. No, this is this is an important topic. I think a lot of people will relate, and especially as we've seen a lot of this, this, uh, this sickness has been going around right. and affecting people's lives and has been dividing people. And it's like, you yeah. know, like you said, once you start once you start losing somebody, now we, now we want to call. Like, yeah. So yeah, I, I hate that you're going through that. I I really hope your cousin continues to get better and in, improve. Last I heard, he was he was doing a little bit better. It's just a long road. I mean, yeah. there's really no way of knowing how this is going to turn out for him. You know, and what what's interesting about his situation? He's a lot healthier than I am. Yeah, he's in better shape. He never smoked, never drank, never did drugs. By all means, someone like me who was a former smoker, who is overweight, who I, I should have been in his position, but I'm not. But there again, it shows you COVID does not discriminate. It doesn't care if yeah. I'm a smoker, Absolutely. if I'm overweight. It doesn't care if he's healthy or not. It just it affects everybody differently. You cannot generalize or put me in the same category as everybody else because my body is going to react differently right. than yours. Yeah, so. I think I got lucky because all I got was a couple of days of fatigue and loss of sense of smell for a while. That was it. Yeah, I I mean, I was okay up until the second week after I had COVID and yeah. then I noticed that I my breathing apparatus really changed mm -hmm. and I knew something was wrong and I got a hold of a doctor and I said, "Look, I think I've got pneumonia." And sure enough, I had double I listened to my body. People are not doing that. Yeah. You no, know, no, don't wait until the last minute if if you feel some kind of change or even just a little bit of shortness of breath, go get checked. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yeah, in interestingly, um, I've been around my family. Uh, they recently had it, mm -hmm. like three or four of them had it, or right. whatever. They were, or they had some symptoms and whatnot. I've been around them, hugging on them, interacting with them. Nothing. I don't know if that's because I built up antibodies and I am now immune to it. Basically, like getting the shot. I don't right. know. I, I'm not giving medical advice. Go talk to your doctor if that's what you want to do. But it's just it's just inter it's something interesting that I noticed that I am perfectly healthy right. in the midst of everybody else being down now. You know? Yeah, you can't you can't summarize and categorize everybody into this into this one group of people to say, well, COVID's going to do you the same way. Don't don't be yeah. like yeah. your cousin. And, yeah, it and can happen to you. And they're well, all we don't know that. Yeah, and they're all experiencing different symptoms. You know, it's just really weird. Yeah, so it doesn't affect just, them, even within my own household. Differently, absolutely. You know, that's one of the reasons why I stay kind of quiet about it. I don't discuss anything. I don't tell people what they should and should not do because it does. It, it yeah. affects everybody so differently. So, all right. So, you guys have been watching another episode of the Unframe of Mind Show. I've been your host, Daniel Wagner, and Anthony Trawick. And if you have a similar story like this and would like to come on and talk to us about it, please uh, yeah. reach out to us on our website at the con on the contact form. Let us know. Um, I'd love to hear other people's stories and and you know trials, tribulations, things that are not so much on the on the covid front but more so on like how are how is your ha family handling it how are they 
how are they handling the situation when it, when when it gets right down to the wire? Yeah. Are, they, are they the kind of people that are just now reaching out and making sure everybody's okay, or is you know? I'd I'd like to know. So anyway, you guys have been watching the show. We're gonna cut. Bye. See ya. See ya.